Has it been a while since you flipped that thermostat from heat to cool? Turn to the experts at Griffith Energy Services before you do for an $88 AC start and check to make sure your AC is in tip-top shape. Griffith specializes in carrier, but services all brands. Visit GriffithEnergyServices.com today. Your local carrier expert. That's GriffithEnergyServices.com. License number MDHVACR01-2278. Griffith Energy Services. Doggone dependable. The S&D Podcast Channel, the perfect channel for any style of podcast. We have all different pop culture style podcasts for all of your listening needs. If you would like to start a podcast, you can reach us at sndpodcast at gmail.com. We are always looking for new podcasts to add to our channel, and the topic could be anything you want. So contact us now. Welcome to episode 276 of the S&D Podcast Show. We got a lot going on this week. Danny, Vin, what's going on, boys? Not much. How's it going? Congratulations, Vin. One step closer, we get to have the finally have the matchup of Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. I'm excited. I know you're nervous as hell, but we'll get into that later. How's there, how are you doing, Vin? I am nervous as hell, but... I want to get right into Twitter topics because there's something that I need everybody's opinion on. This is from at DB hand. I just bought a smoker. Can't wait for it to come build a ton of build it and a ton of smoke and awesome stuff. Danny, what is the difference between a smoker and a grill? I'm honestly, I'm honestly asking this question. This well, is the guy. Re, you, keep in mind, this guy works at Home Depot. I, don't, I honestly don't know. Well, it's different style. Well, for example, you like put wood chips and you just let the smoke overtake the meat and it's a lot slower and you pretty much use whatever wood chips you want. So like hickory, cherry wood, oak, and it just takes the flavor and you basically just let it cook for a couple hours and it's amazing. And how do you so, choose the chips that you use? Well, it depends on what kind of meat you use. So like you you'll Google like I want like like ribs or something you Google. It. Oh okay, so each meat has its own kind of way yeah. of. Can you smoke anything? Like can I smoke a burger? Well, you can, but like <laughs> what what I'm getting, you wouldn't use it for a smoker. Like the wood pellet grills, I didn't get that because I'm not rich like that yet. But okay. with like. Like, with those, you can definitely do it. But, like, what I'm getting is pretty much a big, like, like a big, big, like, a storage cabinet sort of thing. And it's, like, Are you getting the egg? No, no, that's, that's a little similar. That's also, like, a couple thousand, like, a thousand bucks. So. You get a Traeger? No, I wish. Okay. Yeah. I honestly, I saw you tweet that, and I was, like. I never, I've never met somebody who smoked meat before, and I don't understand the concept. Of like this meat. summer, I did it a couple times on my grill because I had like little smoke box, but it's no, I'm, I'm nowhere near an expert yet. But this summer and maybe sometime this winter, I'll maybe once I build it and do it more, I'll tell you more about it. But I'm excited okay. to do it. Like. I've been wanting to do it, like with what you said with like the trigger grills. Those are, those are like electric grills, um, electric grills, and they have like little wood pellets, and you could basically 
you can smoke and grill at the same time with that, so it's more of like the two in one kind of type of thing. So I got one that is a smoker, but I could also like pro. I'll, I'll hook up my propane tank to it, so I can do both things to it. But it's really more of like the meat because it only goes up to three fifty. So if you want to do all like higher heat, quick things, uh, I'm not going to use that for it. So okay, like, so what do you so basically plan on like smoking? For what are you most excited to smoke? And that's my last question. What I'm excited, I honestly, I loved like doing a, ribs this summer. Okay, I really loved doing ribs. Um, brisket obviously is pretty good. Um, I I do want to like practice, so I'm ready for next Thanksgiving to do turkey. Like oh. give it a try during the summer and type of thing. Smoke a turkey. Right. All right. This is. I'm honestly interested in the smoking this. Well, I've never hopefully, understood. Hopefully, COVID's over and I'll have the draft. Oh, yeah. Adam already claimed it. We... All right, then whatever. <laughs> well, that's baloney. I want a smoke draft. <laughs> what are we doing? Maybe I'll, I'll smoke stuff and bring it over, and Adam just oh. heats it up. They just they, they just read the, their like entire Daddy backyard. Crocker over here. They they yeah, literally he Adam, literally just Adam, spent like thousands of dollars on his backyard. I don't care. I want smoke. But Adam was also a good cook. Oh, Adam is a good cook. So yeah, I Adam's like Adam. a great cook. So I mean, does he smoke? <laughs> <laughs> he probably does. Yeah. Honestly, he probably you know, does. He, de- he definitely. I, I, uh, probably knowing him, he probably does. All right. Okay, you know what? I take it back. My apologies. Uh, I trust that. Can we have a smoke off, Danny versus Adam? Is that like a thing? Oh, yeah. Danny's not confident enough in his smoking abilities yet. Um, I, I wow. could probably wow. own, but at least I know what a you smoker could, is. Now, That's now, a good point. And, and he doesn't work like at Home Depot. not work at a place where we sell <laughs> smokers or anything. All right, since we're on the food topic, See, I, I got this question. Brand. I knew Traeger. I do have this food question because the fun, I got I started hysterical laughing. I don't know about you guys. When I saw the email that says we haven't posted on the website in a week, I was like, that's because the Giants aren't in and Danny's not cooking every week. <laughs> Leave us alone. Yeah. So which one yeah. of the sizzling the season was your favorite not to Which one was your favorite to eat? Which was your favorite like project to make? You get what I'm saying? Two different, two different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Well, knowing us, Steve, and I'll be completely honest, the reason why I did it was I, I really missed tailgating with you and your dad and just the weekly uh, fun we had, you know what I mean? Right. So I figured I I would do some of the stuff that you, we would do in a given week. So I, I really enjoyed basically... I had more fun doing like the Philly cheese steaks, more the steak type of things. Okay. And uh, the tomahawk steak was really good. That was that was the basically the all match. So, you, what what your dad does pretty much every big game we have. So that that was the most fun I had. Um, the best I would have to say, food wise. Because I know you did a lot of testing on different things. Right. Um. Food, food wise, I would have to say um, the chimichangas. I never actually had a chimichanga, and then once I learned what a chimichanga was, that was the was Rams. Like, 
No, that was the uh, Arizona game. Oh, okay, okay. It, it was the fried burrito. And I go, how did I never hear about this? <laughs> and... I'm waiting for Vin to ask if a fried burrito can go in the smoker. No, wait. First of all, no, this is a completely different food conversation than I had with our friends Devin and Lauren yesterday. Every Mexican food is the biggest, like, farce ever. It's literally the same ingredients. They just cook it differently. Oh, 100%. I, I, it's but I, I, I do love Mexican food, so. Oh, I do, but, like, that's why. Like, I like the Yeah, I basically, you're right, because I had, I, I basically made three styles of burritos during sizzling through the season. Right. So, yeah, I think. You just melt the cheese or don't melt the cheese. That's the only difference. Yeah, I lo- I re- I was like, all right. I took the air fresh uh, air fryer, and I was like, all right, let's let's do it. It's a it's basically a burrito fried. Let's do it. I can't not hate it. So sure. I was like, all right. That, so that was pretty cool. Um, I'll tell you the one I didn't like because I don't like fish. I did not like the crab cakes, and I didn't like the pho. I'll be honest; those are the two. I was like. All right. So Baltimore I, and the uh Seattle. So okay. Oh, that makes sense. So Nobody I likes I food didn't in Seattle. really <laughs> Yeah, but Seattle like if you like Vietnamese food and stuff like that. I don't really like the whole like like soup type of thing. Like it was really cool how like the broth instantly cooked the meat cuz it was raw meat inside. That was the coolest thing like oh crap. It like the broth is so hot that it basically cooked the meat to like medium, and I was like, "Ooh, science project kind of thing," you know what I mean? So that was definitely the coolest part of it. So like, I didn't love it because I I didn't I don't like that like I don't not the biggest soup guy, but like making that I was like, "Ooh, okay, that's pretty cool," but would I have it? Probably not. It was a cool but experience was... to make, but not not eat for your right. personal self. Okay. Now, if we brought Nicole on, where is she ranking it? Probably a little bit higher. The foe? Um, that's a good question. I think she she enjoyed it probably a little bit more than me, because she's more into soup and like more of the Asian soups. Like you know, what I mean, like the I can't really explain it. Like like a miso soup. I'm, it's okay. not the exact miso soup, but I don't like that miso soup taste to it. So. I, I, that's probably why I didn't like love it as much as m- more as other people. So, but yeah, I definitely had fun. Maybe next year we'll see what happens. Hopefully we're at a couple games and we'll see what happens with that. Maybe it's just a road game thing, but, um, but we'll see what happens next year. Um, I'm excited to do it again. It was a lot of fun. I actually learned how to cook. So that was, it was a cool like learning lesson of like actually Putting forth an effort and learning how to do certain things. So maybe I'll. I'll be honest. If we, if we go to Gams, there's some like shooting some of it in the parking lot would be cool. Right. There's like thoughts in my head. Right. Twirling, but we can always discuss that. You know, when the season, the schedule comes out. Because my guess is we don't hear about if we're going to be there or not until right, 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 late May, early June. I'm definitely open to it, um, but knowing how we tailgate would be one thing. We would have to do it. We would have to, like, be conscious of, like, all right, shit, we got to do this. 
and then we can have our fun after. Or you can just say it. we can do it before we get drunk. I mean, it just just <laughs> no. People do things there before okay. they get drunk. <laughs> yeah, in the, in the time between seven thirty and seven forty-five. But that, yeah. that's also a thing. I don't want a full-out burrito at seven a.m. I, I like. Oh my no, 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 no! There are there are porta potties that we no. know they're not COVID cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, and shout I, and out I like to Brian Resnick. When I get to the parking lot and enjoy myself and get ready to go, um, but yeah, uh, we could definitely talk about it. Right, it's a, it's ideas to definitely... progress and. Think oh, about. I'm I'm 100 down with that. We'll see what 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 happens next year, but right, like I said, I, during the really summer, it's a to... conversation to have. Oh, 100 percent. Right. 100%. Um. So. With that being said, before we get deep dive into football, which we'll go into a little bit later, um, the Yankees finally signed DJ. Right. And also pick up, uh, who's the pitcher they picked up? Corey Kluber. Corey Kluber. Which I think is an interesting move. Did the terms come out on his move yet? On that deal yet? Kluber or... DJ, uh, DJ, DJ was, was like six was years for 90. Mil. Yeah, six yeah. for 90. Kluber was 11 mil for one year, I think. Yeah, which is a good deal for Kluber. He hasn't been healthy in two years. so That's a nice, it's, that's that, a nice chunk of change. I'm sure there's some sort of... In, I'm, I'm, I'm sure, sure it's an incentive-based 11. You you would think. It hasn't come out yet, So, but you would, you would, you would think so. It might be incentive-based, but it also might just be... Like you gotta earn yourself back, and this is what you get. Yeah, I think he literally. I had him on fantasy, and I think he literally started like one or two starts max. Yeah, I didn't realize how much he was hurt the year before, though. Too. So. Yeah, no, he he's been very banged up the last two years. So this probably means the end of Tanaka. I don't know. Well, it, it is the end. Of, they already said it's basically the end of him by him coming in. So he signed. Right. No, he got it all. Well, well, if you think babe. about it, well, you also think about it. It also means the end of Paxson. So Tanaka might be willing to take a little less. I, I'm not sure. So but, according to SportsRack, uh, the deal is one year, eleven million dollar contract, and it's right. eleven million guaranteed. Right. Um, all right. So it's all guaranteed. It's just, it's just low for what a player of. I guess he's also 35. He's been pitching a while. He's 35. He's been pitching since his first contract was 2007. Wow. I do want to talk about the DJ DJ uh, deal as well after after we finish on Kluber. So I I do have a couple things about uh, DJ. Um, but like, I, I, no. I know we're saying Tanaka's done, and, and that's probably the case. <laughs> The thing with Tanaka is weird. With Tanaka is his soul is Oh yeah, thing with Tanaka is weird with his shoulder. It's just because the Yankees thought it was fine and he thought it was fine. Other teams might not think that. So I'm yeah, sure but... his value is gonna dip. I I I can't. I I'm sure I could be wrong with it, but I wouldn't be shocked if teams are scared to be like, all right, well. I know you've been pitching with this your whole career with the Yankees, but if we're going to give you a lot of money and our luck is we don't have the Yankee luck 
and and our budget is a lot more complex complex compared we, we to we don't like we don't have the money to go get you the doctor you want well no, no not so much that it's like we we need you to pitch like now like you know what i mean the contract we're gonna be giving you like a 90 million dollar contract He's not going to get that probably, but you, you get what I'm saying. We're going to invest a lot of money with you, and then your first start, your shoulder blows out. Is like, Is it's it going to be it? have to be like a team that's like, all right, well, all right. We know the, the risk going in hand. We'll be able to survive if we give a pitcher with Tanaka's issues that kind of money. Um, I happen to like Tanaka. I I. I he, he wasn't what the Yankees originally thought when they first got him. I can't believe he's been around that long. It's kind of crazy with that. But playoff Tanaka was great other than a couple of hiccups. But if if I'm a team that's looking to make the playoffs and will live with his home runs during the regular season, maybe if it's not Yankee Stadium, he doesn't give up all these bombs like he, he was known to do. Maybe. I don't know. But I, I, I would take a risk on Tanaka if my team is potentially going to make a long run in the playoffs. You throw him in a game three or game four. And if it, it's a must-win situation, I don't hate go, giving him the ball. I think that the move the Mets made today take them out of a position to sign him. Right, I, I, I think so too. I think that move. I didn't realize uh, Musgrove went to San Diego. They... They got they got pitching over there. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, that's a good podcast. Blake Snail with R two C two with Ruko and CC last week. Talking um, about like getting out of Tampa and stuff. Yeah, it was, it was very honest and like just in general and like he really opened up about the whole game six issue. Not a bad in a bad way, but it was just like, man. If you just let me do what we do, we have Morton Game Seven. What would have happened? You know what I mean? A big ultimate yeah. what if? But it was. I definitely highly recommend that uh, interview from last week with uh, Rugo and CC. Um, I, I did listen to it last week, and I'm, I, I was I was impressed. And like like you said, the Padres, man, they're gonna give the Dodgers a run for their money. They might even overtake the division. They have the you pitching. Know? They definitely have the pitching and they have the youth in on the on the field. They could definitely make a run. They're they're going to be everybody. They're going to be everybody's World Series pick uh, in in March. That's for sure. They'll be they'll be the sexy pick come the start of the season this year. They'll well, definitely be yeah. the sexy pick up there, at least to win the West. They'll definitely to win the West for sure. Um, before we forget, with the Lemayu signing, um, it was interesting to see that Lemayu got the extra year that he was jockeying the whole time, and that the Yankees were just playing hardball, and he got the money that he. It was a little bit lower money, but he got the two years that he wanted. So he, by all means, I I think he's still one of the more underrated players in the whole entire league. Remember, we were clamoring for him two years ago, but we got Jed Larry instead. Um, it's a great move for the Yankees. The Yankees need to keep a guy like DJ LeMayu. He's one of the few guys on that team that doesn't hit bombs, but he can hit, ultimately hit a bomb if he wants to. But He's he'll the perfect hit leadoff hitter. The whole field. 
yeah, he's the perfect Yankee leadoff hitter. He'll spray around the field. And he's one of the few guys to have a batting title in both leagues. He's just a professional guy. And and the Yankees need that. He's he's not the quote unquote star, even though he should be. He should be up in the, the higher ranks. You don't really you know when you talk to real Yankee fans, you know DJ LeMayu is DJ LeMayu, but like the lesser Yankee fans, the playoff Yankee fans, or the guys that don't particularly watch them on a nightly basis, you never will hear those guys say DJ LeMayo. But I, I do happen to love DJ LeMayo because he, he helped me win a couple, well, contend in a couple of fantasy leagues in our leagues the last couple of years. And the kid, the guy's just a stud. And Good for the good for him for resigning the Yankees. You can tell the Yankee fans didn't want a lot to be done this offseason, unless you talk to Devin, because I saw Devin today was upset that that Musgrove went to the Padres and he's pretty much like you know you weren't gonna get him, but that's here or there. But well, in all but, fairness, you know there wasn't he, really a lot given up in that. <laughs> well, the thing about the Musgrove and it's an issue I was kind of gonna go over when we were talking about Tanaka. If you look at the Yankees' rotation right now, you're going to the season at the moment with Cole, whatever you're going to get from Kluber, who hasn't been, you know, himself in two years or even healthy in two years. Maybe and then seven. Jordan Montgomery, Debbie Garcia, and Domingo Herman. You're and forgetting whatever Sevy. you get from well, whatever you get from Sevy coming off Tommy John. Same thing as Noah. You're not going to get that till right. July. Right. And no, no, you're under Schmidt. Whatever you get from him. Right. So it's no. Like, to me, that's you have. I mean, I like Jordan Montgomery. I actually do, and and so, but that's a fourth. Yeah, I don't. Guy. I don't hate him either, but he's definitely a fourth or fifth guy that you're like, all right, he's number four or five, and right fine, now and he I'm hasn't with gotten there yet. Right, and even Devi, I, I didn't hate when I saw from him for the most part, but again, that's you have an ace. But Devi's going to be nineteen still, right? Or he's twenty. He was really young. He was very raw, but he you could tell, tell he has it. Let me see. So I have the thing right there. Team still pulled up. He's twenty one. Right. Okay. It it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. But like they had to, the Yankees had to resign Lemayu because listening to the fan every day or just looking at Yankee Twitter, if they didn't resign Lemayu, there was gonna be a bloodbath. Just because of the Yankees yeah. finding a way to having to, like, quote-unquote, be a little bit smarter with their uh, pocketbooks. Which is understandable, but with certain players, you, you just have to bite the bullet. And you're okay with DJ LeMayu getting a six-year but, deal because he's a natural right. hitter. He plays three or like four positions. Said- he plays three or four that positions. was being smarter with the with the money that they that they added the extra year instead of right. the extra money. Right, it's going to be interesting and next he's a, year. He's a contact guy, he shouldn't diminish as much as you know a, a speed or a, right. or a power. power guy would. And that's going to be interesting now. Is what happens in a couple years? Uh, I don't have I don't know George's contract situation, but I know he's arbitration now, so it's coming. What happens with a guy like Judge? And I know the situation with Sanchez is his. It's basically his last year, and and I know he hasn't done much, but he's done enough. And how shallow the catching. Judge has one more arbitration year left. Okay, so like yeah, he has two more years. He becomes a free agent. Okay, so two years he basically becomes a free agent. If he gets ten million dollars, right? 
this if, coming. If he gets here, if he get, even gets there, we know the Yankees are going to take care of him because he's just a money guy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's he, he's just cha-ching, you know what I mean? Granted, I, we'd, we would all like him to play more for that value, but just... Yeah, Seddon still has three. a billion years left. Yeah, oh yeah, that's see, that's the that's the that's the thing, Stanford and like and like the billion, billion dollar years. question was, the billion dollar question is Sanchez. We know catcher is a very shallow pool of depth of like awesome catchers. Granted, Sanchez isn't that awesome catcher he was four years ago. Now he's barely hitting over two fifty, and it's just like, what the hell happened? You know what I mean? And can he ever get that form back where he's hitting 50, like close to 40 bombs, hitting higher than 250, and being that guy behind Judge? So it's. it's Another the contract you have coming up is Chapman over there, too, with the Yankees. Well, that's the thing. So, like, the whole thing with the Yankees now is they're, they're doing their best to stay under the luxury tax. And I, I think. They've been, they've been under for what we're going on five years now, right? Like, because that was the thing in when they kind of did the re- original rebuild was they had to get under it. And what was that? Twenty fifteen. Yeah, yeah. That that time when they traded, they traded Andrew Miller, and they, I guess, did they trade Chapman. Yeah, they trade Chapman for uh, like labor. Right, and they got him back. Right, 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 that's what it was. I knew it was somebody they traded and got back. And Clint Frazier was for uh, what's his face, the other pitcher, the tall one, the lefty. Run DMC. Who? What the hell is his name? The white guy. The white guy. Andrew, Andrew Miller, right? Yeah, yeah, Andrew yeah, Miller, yeah, thank yeah, you. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they have four million dollars, like I said, in luxury tax space going into this season. That's not a lot of room. If you look at next year, you said Chapman's coming off the books. They are at. See what Chapman is. You can keep Britain, and there you go. That's true. We just don't. I I mean, it's hard to look at this because they don't know what the the threshold will be. I guess. Especially with the money issues in baseball, it could like kind of like a salary cap go. I'm still I'm day. still st- stating the fact that Steinbrenner's put the Yankees up for sale within the next five to ten years. I, I could see I, it. I, I, I don't know. It, it they ha- they it have ha- the kids have no interest in it. You know what? I think what it comes down to maybe they'll do like a they won't lose the majority, but they'll have like a what the Giants did with Tish. And like, all right, bring someone we'll in to own forty percent, right? But they'll still have this say at the end of the day, because because you you you're not giving up. Like if it's a normal situation, non-COVID year, the Yankees are just like Scrooge McDucking it with the the attendance. And if they're making winning over a hundred games with the Yes Network, just <laughs> they swim in money. Just unfortunately, COVID hit it with rock bottom. And now with the, with the Nets with Harden, we got to talk about that later. Like they're swimming in the yes money too. I'm so excited for that to fail. Oh, I'm, without a doubt, <laughs> but, but we still got to talk about it. Um, 
they're actually they're beating the Bucks as we speak right now on TNT. I'm watching that now. Is Kyrie playing? Is he Kyrie partying? No. <laughs> no, he's still gone. Yeah. Well, still on the COVID gotta... list? Well, yeah, he has to be on that COVID protocol because he hasn't been with the team. So the whole thing, that whole thing's crazy. Yeah. He's just a oh, mess to any, have any around. But, you know, and any, I saw somebody post it, the, the best move they can make right now is call Washington and be like, yo, swap Kyrie and Westbrook. Yeah, actually. Um, was it? Oh, yeah. I Westbrook. Uh, also, Bradley put, put the Beal three of them together. Put, put Harden, player. Westbrook, and Durant together. The fact that, that Houston was just like, no. I, I, I want everything but Kyrie is kind of they're going in a direction that's why they're looking at they're building a yeah, team they're, they're not looking they're, for a superstar they have John Wall I know well they so that's the thing I would say that and they got they Victor all of the Victor Oladipo for... though yeah so like what are, it's, it's, it's not but the same thing but is a very good player right but, but my he's question also, is he's all free agent at the end of the year so if they don't resign him okay we're gonna be in full rebuild so but, with an inspiring contract, kind of. Yeah, thing? yeah. But my yeah, question okay. is, how did the trade get approved in the first place? If um, the vet failed the physical. Yeah. He um, failed I, the physical to go to the Rockets in the first place, and then they uh, traded him away. How did? How do you let that? How does the league not say, "Hey, this guy can't pass a physical. We're not going to allow you to trade him away just because you want James Harden." And, well, Injured guys get traded all the time, though. Isn't that a thing? Yeah, but they always do a physical first, and like then the team gets to reevaluate it. Yeah, I, I I don't know how that passed through. Maybe most of the, the everybody's trades went through, and the other team was like, "All right, yeah, we'll deal with this. We're gonna rebuild anyway." So well, the Pacers are like, kind of in a rebuild mode. Yeah, they got a couple good players, but yeah, they're 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 still in that. All right, we'll make the East, but we won't make a run in the East kind of thing. I mean, everybody, it's everybody in the NBA except for like. The Knicks are one game under five hundred. That's all you need to know. The Knicks are that prototypical five hundred team. They'll win five games in a row. They'll lose five games in a row. They're on a two-game winning streak. Well, there's they'll a couple, hold the couple of stats here. Interesting. Seventy-five uh, yesterday. It's crazy. RJ is in his last four games 22 10 and 4, 19 11 3, 24 3, 25 and 3. Right. So it's good to see him. Like, it's good to see yeah. that top three pick finally, like, <laughs> top, the, the top five pick finally, is, like, turning. Well, the thing with him is, and when we knew this going into it, if he ever finds a shot, He's going to be really good. Right now, it's mostly driving to the hole, getting that mid-range game. He needs to keep on growing that mid-range game until he finds that, until he finds the long-distance shots. And that might not come for another couple of years, but as long as he's finding a way to get to the hole and making that mid-range shot and making the foul shots, because that was his big issue last year. For whatever reason, he wasn't making foul shots. He's correct that substantially. I really do like this Nick core. I really, really do. Another great stat. Right? Another great stat from uh, Alan Hahn. First in scoring defense. 
102.7 points per game, first in defensive field goal percentage, and first in defensive three-point percentage. Like, Thibodeau came in and brought defense, and it's not something a lot of teams do in the NBA. It's very similar to what what Barry Trotz does with the Islanders. It's, hey, we're not scoring 10 goals a night. And I I said that last week. We're not going to score five, six goals every night. We're going to score two, three if we're lucky, or we're going to win a game like they did today against Boston, where they won one nothing, And the goal came with two minutes left in it, with three minutes left in right. it. In the NBA, if you play any semblance of defense, if you attempt defense on a consistent basis, you'll win, you'll be 500, which is what they are. Right. And, like, and like what the Knicks, I like their, like their, their young core. And if they keep that young core of guys, like the R.J. Barrett's, the quicklies, and if topping gets keeps on going and growing with Julius Randle, I know Randle has his ups and downs, but he's playing phenomenal. And if you're looking, I know this is a little too much into the games um, for you guys who are casual Nick fans, but RJ and Randle are basically, if you look at the minutes per around the league, they're basically playing 90% of the games, like in time-wise. And like, that's that's something. Like that's what Thibodeau does. Like they, they, the Knicks just gotta keep that confidence up. And and the way I like this way about this Nick team, um, Thibodeau said it the other day. These guys are gym rats. You you saw um, quickly posted on IG a couple of nights. One of the after one of the losses, he was in Westchester putting up shots at two thirty in the morning after a loss. He, I guess someone let him in at Westchester, and he put up shots. Like that's then, one of those uh, things Alfred that Pace. that's one of those things that these guys were get. You're getting the you're getting the the young guys who basically grew up on the Kobe stories, not just watching Kobe, right. but the Corey sto- the Kobe stories. So now, guy like that, where else does where else would Kobe be after a loss? Back in the gym, right on the court, right? right? How many times have you heard about Kobe missing that buzzer beater and then forcing himself to go out there and take a, a thousand shots from the same spot? Oh, 100 percent. So like, now you're hearing guys... that from these guys because they're this is the class where, you know, we grew up in a time where we watched Kobe. Right. But these guys right. grew up in a time with social media where the guy can take a picture and be like, hey, check out Kobe on the court at three o'clock in the morning. You know, so. Now they they were able to see it. We didn't grow up being able to see the back end of what Kobe was doing. Now we just hear the stories right. about it. Same thing with Jordan, right? And LeBron now. Right, and, and as LeBron. As much as people don't love LeBron now, but LeBron's those kids' heroes now. You know what I mean? For better or worse, if you don't like LeBron, tough. But, like, LeBron is going to be the, arguably the greatest player. He's year 16 now. It's, it's and, no, just, and he's not slowing down. And he's not slowing down, so he's one away from Jordan. So it's it's going to be interesting. And like with like with the Knicks, I, I I really like how they're playing. Can they be a little bit more better offensively? Absolutely. Can they find a way to get more open shots from downtown? Of course, because like just like how the Islanders are on the power play and the Giants are on offense, like coaches are great. See, they can coach you up to some to that point but it's really up to the player in those deficient areas converting you know what i mean so i just i like how it's 
special teams for the Islanders and a specialty for basketball and just the Giants in general trying to move the ball is an issue. It's <laughs> true. The, the way you said that was funny. But you're it's right. You're true, though. right. That's the way it was. It's, it's not running. It's not passing. It's not third downs. It's just, in general, matriculating the ball down the field has been an issue recently. It's, it's true. It's um, very true. Um, so, yeah, like, I'm, I'm very happy with the Knicks. Um, let's see what happens. I think, I think you should be, and I think uh, the fact that I've watched two games this year. Exactly. That's my something, point. But the problem, and I think it's the problem that I have with the NBA. And I, I mean, I know you're, you know what I'm going to say. It's just until you get whoever that star is maintaining the whatever they have, it's almost impossible unless you sign that star. And You're then, right. like we saw with the Nets, every everything we loved about the Net team that made the playoffs, the actual Last playoffs with D'Angelo Russell two years ago, is right. gone. Oh, gone. They're they're all gone. Gone. Um, it's it's the big three, which at the moment is Kevin Durant, James Harden, and DeAndre Jordan. Because Joe yeah, Harris is Jordan. Joe Harris is the only guy left on that team. So it's. And to be honest, they're probably the best team in the East. If Kyrie plays, yeah, I think. Yeah, they well, they're they're up nine against Milwaukee at the moment with three right. minutes left I, in their quarter. I mean, that he, Giannis is an enigma. I don't I don't know if he's good or just no. really athletic. Something. Yeah, I don't he's know. he's really athletic. If he ever learns how to like shoot. Shoot. He shot. It's he over. he got paid, didn't he? Yes, he did. He stayed. He did. He did. Okay. He got. Yeah, he stayed, and everybody's like, "What? All right, good for the Bucks," because you were like, "All right, wow, okay." There's got to be an like, easy trade clause in there that can. Oh, I'm I'm sure there is. <laughs> I'm I'm I'm, po- I'm almost positive there is. But like to the Nets trade, it it could have been it's... it could have been on his contract. Like, hey, we're gonna give you the max we can. So that when we do trade you, that team will have you for as many years as they need you. Fair. But back to the Harden trade. Um, giving up four unprotected first-round draft picks is kind of nuts. But yeah, but you're the expecting them to all be right now. Late 20s. Like, yeah, the 20th overall pick, the 30th overall pick. Yeah, or, or ideally, you're looking at three years in but a row at number the 30. Thing. They're but, not, though. All it's at the best case they can hope for, or not best case, but you can only expect two of them to be like after that in eighteen months they could all both be gone. Yeah, that's the problem. Uh, uh, KD has an one issue. ring out of it. Yeah, I guess it's worth. It. Is it? I don't even know. That's that's a it, question. See, that's the thing. Teams are selling their souls when it's like, like I was more upset. Like I knew they were gonna have to give up Kyla uh, Levert. And um, sure, his, uh, I would have given up Levert too if he was not going to pass a physical. Oh, of course, no, I'm not. I'm not saying that. <laughs> well, but that, at the time, we didn't know he's going to miss a pass, fail a physical because he was playing every night and he's playing pretty well. But I was more upset with uh, Allen because he is what the Nets are missing, and like the Nets are very offensively, obviously, really good right now as is. And they have the one guy that was actually playing defense and is the shot blocker that wasn't DeAndre Jordan. Now DeAndre Jordan's going to be getting 30 minutes a night. 
and that's a big defensive hole, you know what I mean? But you have to make the moves, and they they were like, all right, this is our run. We can lose we can lose KD like literally maybe not this summer or maybe the next summer, but there's scenarios that they could easily lose KD, and Kyrie. Uh, God bless him if he wants to do what he wants to do off the court and everything he wants to do with that. God bless him, but they got to protect their asset. And if it's James Harden coming to it, it wasn't the prettiest way for him to get here. But if they make it to a deep run and play in the finals and, dare I say, win, it's all worth it at the end because everybody, the five net fans and Evan Roberts are going to be excited for it. But... It's it's just one of those man, you really it it see this is was different from the Paul Pierce trade and the Kevin Garnett trade because they're guys were both done. done and washed. They're both done and washed and that was clearly for a headlines move. And like with Harden, it's like all right, Harden's thirty two. He he still has two years left on this contract. So at least we'll have Harden for two years and Let's see how it plays out with KD, and let's make a run at this thing. It's a different type of scenario, but they do give up a lot to it. So interesting. I'm looking at uh, NBA contracts, and Gatton has the is the highest paid player in the league. Right. Yeah. And interesting enough, Rudy Gobert from. Um... Oh my God! That he robbed them. The, the Jazz. <laughs> I don't know what happened with the Jazz. He's the, the guy, third yeah. highest paid player in the NBA. Yeah, he, he, he. A lot of players are making fun of him. They're like, "How is this guy making so much money?" Even Clyde, Clyde, when the the Knicks played them, Clyde goes, "This guy's making that much money," and like, and Robert and Robinson is making like maybe a percentage higher <laughs> from it, and Robinson's like kicking his ass up and down the court, and and, and Clyde was like, in Clyde fashion, is like, "How much is this guy getting paid?" <laughs> Interesting enough too about like we're talking Milwaukee a little bit before with contracts and stuff. They also have that Middleton guy, who's also locked yeah, up for the next couple of years. Chris Middleton, yeah. Yeah, Chris Middleton. So it's they're putting money into Milwaukee. It's not like they're not. Um, yeah, right. You know. Well, like I said, like this is this is the matchup. If, I just feel like I'm forgetting someone, but no, well, like the Celtics are decent i think with the celtics right now they got hit with the covid bug and also and, the 76ers could make a run oh yeah if Embiid and simmons ever find a way and a lot of joe i've been listening to bill simmons a lot and simmons is basically saying if Embiid, like he Embiid's finally putting it together that like he wouldn't be shocked it's not going to happen but he could easily be get votes for mvp this year that's how good he's been playing so and and Doc Rivers is a great coach. I know we had our uh, disputes about Doc Rivers, Vin, but um, Doc Rivers is still a very good coach, and maybe that's what they needed as well. Sure, I, yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I don't know if I ever thought he was a bad coach. I just wasn't sure how good of a coach. He no, was. no, I, I this yeah, is a weird. I thought like, he was overrated. Mike that's the way. Kind of thing yeah. that's going on right now. Right, you thought he was overrated. Sort of like, and, that's, that's really, yeah, and that's completely fair. And of course, you got to look at you know Miami did make that run last year. You know they're basically the same team. We sure. talked about okay. that. 
So, you know, you can rank them up there, you know, as a team that has the possibility of going deep. Um, of course, while we're talking basketball, um, prayers for uh, Carl Anthony Towns. Like, oh, that, yeah. guy, that guy just, this whole thing just, what did they say? He lost, like, five family members, and now he's sick right. with it? Right. One of them was his mom. So. Yeah, I know one was his mother, um, but it was, like, an uncle and a couple cousins or something like that, and, like, now he's sick with it, and... Mm-hmm. Like everybody stay safe, please. Right. Um. We want to talk about hockey real quick before we get into the NFL playoffs. Sure. I mean, the. Uh... I, I watched a little bit. I watched most of it. Uh, tonight's game. I had to feed the baby tonight, so I basically missed the whole third period. But I saw how the the goal was. Um. The Islanders just playing good defense after a what the hell happened on Saturday night against the Rangers. Um, it's th- early, three games in. Well, what's your temperature so far with the first week of the uh, Isles, Isles season so far? I know there's so uh, much to, like, you can't really gauge anything yet, but, like, if you had to pinpoint a couple things, like, today was the mm-hmm. first time, like, it wasn't a crazy shoot, uh, blowout one way or the other, so it it was the typical Islanders hockey game. This tonight. is going to be the can, funnest can I... year ever for Islanders Boston, just based on this game today. Right. Be... I don't know. If I and there's seven more ga- games against each other, right? I would not call anything that happened today fun. Because <laughs> every time, I mean, we've talked about every time they play the Bruins, the Bruins, I, I always feel like, it's just there's an, an impossible force field around people, and like they just can't do anything well against the Bruins. The one thing that has so one thing that has stood out to me, I think so far, it, it, I wasn't sure against the Rangers because the Rangers depth down the middle isn't. I mean, it's fine, but it's not. It's young, but the Rangers are very young, so I don't. I don't know, and it's faceoffs. Right. You learn faceoffs later in your career in hockey, obviously. So, like, all oh, the Rangers have so many young guys where it's like, I, I don't know about that. The, that was always the problem when they played the Bruins, I felt like, where they would just get dominated in the faceoff circle. And I think they won, like, they, they won, you know, I'll faceoff them today. Um, it, it's the mainly because of Paggio, you know. Now it's him and, and Brock and Casey are all very good in the faceoff circle. Farzee is, again, still young, so he's kind of still getting there. That's been the biggest standout to me, kind of offensively. It's just they're winning a lot more faceoffs. They just they're well. That was why they traded for Pazzo last year. You you could only put Casey on the ice for so many faceoffs, big faceoffs that they needed that other. Right with Pazzo was uh, he kills penalties and everything. So now we don't need somebody like Leo Komarov on the playing on the third line or whatever. Which brings me to Ross Johnson, and Ross Johnson shouldn't be on the. That's just the way it is. The reason like, why I'm okay with Ross Johnson is because tonight you saw the very chippy game, and we're playing everyone eight times. Things are going to get super chippy to have him in the lineup on one of these back to backs where one of the game ends really chippy. He's going to be the he's the I, guy you're going to be like okay you yeah, you go um, out there fight somebody. Um, and be off the ice for five minutes. No one's going to notice. Okay. I'm with sure. Steve on this one. I'm, I'm, I'm you need him because, that. again, you know, no. Martin can kill penalties. You got other, you got 
other guys that can do things. Oh my god. That wasn't an oh my god that wasn't oh my god Giannis just shot a three or somebody just shot a three and completely airballed it. <laughs> ben Simmons. Was. I, I think it was him. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was him. I'm delayed, I, so I'll tell you in a second. I don't care what point of his career he's in anymore. I can't you can't play Matt Martin and Ross Johnson in the same player. If Matt Martin's not gonna fight somebody or not gonna be the chippy guy, then then he's off the team too. Like I I this I can't have two of the exact same player. It's and, to me it's not worth it. Matt Martin doesn't kill penalties. That's the thing. Now with Pajot, he doesn't kill penalties. Casey Cal and Pajot and Brock and Bavilia kill all the penalties. So Matt Martin's just sitting there playing eight minutes a night, and that's fine when it's just him. But you have two of those guys playing eight minutes a night, so now you're basically running eleven forwards, and everybody—I mean, ten forwards—and everybody's exhausted. It's just by the end of the season, you're shit out of luck, and you're not scoring any goals. And it's the same problem I had last year with like Leo Komarov. But again, at least Leo Komarov actually killed penalties or did other things. That's not necessary anymore. If you're going to play somebody eight minutes a night. I'd rather it be Wallstrom instead of sitting in the press box eating popcorn. Play eight minutes a night and maybe shoot once or once in a while. He's actually in the like, hotel room. He's not allowed in the arena. He's in the hotel room because he got <laughs> sent down. I, you're right, but if, if you're not gonna play him in Bridgeport and you're not gonna, and at least Bellows is playing. Like, I, I get it's a coach. Hockey coaches have their guys and stuff. It's just. It seems like such a clear thing, like that. It, and I, I mean, if you fix it, probably isn't going to fix anything. But it, it's just not logical. I don't know. No, that's it's fair. But I, I think with the chippiness, it, I think with the chippiness, it's going to work out at the end, especially protection of some guys. But now it's not. Is it really now the style of hockey? So it, it's. It's really a double-edged sword if you really look into it. It's very interesting to see with that. Right. It's like that's not the style of, you know. I was busy watching playoff football on Saturday. Um, I know they they lost 5 nothing. Um, yeah. Was it mostly Sorkin's fault on the goals or was it bad defense and he like gave up a couple Ooh. bad ones on top of it? I'm not putting anything on a, I'm not putting yeah. put anything on oh, Sorkin. No, no, I, I, the guy the guy was given his first career start 10 minutes before he had to get in, in the net. So again, he's still not 100% on the angles that's going to come, you know, maybe right. a night where I'm he's just, like ready to start, he makes of, those saves. Was right. he 100% on them? No. No. Could he have been on better? The five of course. they gave up. He he two of them were his fault. They were he took he had two one was a bad angle where he was just out of position, and the other one literally like hit him in the chest and rolled through where he should have stopped it. The right. other yeah. three, they gave up a, a breakaway to Panarin, a power play goal, and I think the other one was just like a, a pass across that he had no chance. I once he settled down, I didn't think it was terrible, but it's just yeah, I mean Nobody, it was a bad circumstance. Know, Marty for... Brodeur in his prime wouldn't stop some of those shots. Right, right. It was just a poor circumstance of his first NHL at Madison Square Garden, 10 minutes into, like, before the game. Like, oh, crap. 
it's right. it's a lot to ask again for a person who's just getting into the country not even nine months ago you know what i mean the snd podcast channel could be listened to on all podcast platforms including itunes google play soundcloud stitcher spotify and of course snblog.com we could also be found on all of the social media platforms including facebook twitter and instagram don't forget since you love our show so much make sure to rate review and of course share with all your family and friends ravens cut mark ingram oh okay you saw that coming right away and they cut rg3 too I, I, I was are these guys allowed to sign somebody the season just ended can they like no. can rg3 be back be rogers is back up in the super bowl because Devontae Friedman signed with the Bills practice squad last week. So that's the thing. If, if you were on, I don't then I don't know. Because the way I understood it was if you were on somebody else's practice squad and then got activated, you could. Because, like, the Packers signed an offensive lineman, Jared Valdir. And you also they had Snack, too. Right. But Snacks they signed during the regular season. Valdir oh, literally weeks. played in the playoff game for the Colts. And right. then we signed him because he was on their practice squad and got elevated because they needed a guy. But then he has COVID, so he couldn't play. Yeah, he was going to make the history of being the first player to ever play for two different teams in the postseason. Right. I don't think Ingram or RG3, because they were on the active roster, can be signed to another team in the playoffs. Yo, I want Aaron Rodgers' backup to be RG3 for the Super Bowl game. (laughs) (laughs) Boy. All right, whatever. So Chad Henning's going to the Super Bowl, so it doesn't matter anyway. Let's talk about yeah. Let's talk about football. Um, before we we talk about the playoff games, we do have the Jets hiring uh, Rob Sala as the the head coach. I thought it was a good move. It's if you ever see him on the field, how jacked up he is, how intense he is, and like he, I saw other videos of like he gets it. If the if he sucks with the Jets, the Jets are just that cursed franchise. You know what I mean? It's just like one of those like no one's gonna be able to redo this franchise. It's just one of those things. Like like he has it what the Jets are looking for in a head coach, maybe finally getting that one guy that could be here for He's the a next football decade. guy. Right. He's a football guy. And they haven't they're all football well, I thought Top Bowles is one, he just couldn't really be a head coach for whatever reason. It's Obviously, okay, he's going to coach the Eagles. Right. Gase is just a different story of things. But um, I – and he was also, he's also the first Muslim head coach. Um, I didn't – I don't know how much stock he put in it. Obviously, it's a cool thing to say. So, congratulations in that regard. Um, I, I like the hire. I, I really do. Um And let's see what happens. He, he, let's see him go to work. And the Jets have the – ton of draft picks going into the next couple of years and let's see them rebuild this team and make a run at the AFC East and like the the first thing that's got to be done is he's got to sit with the front office and the and the GM and go Darnold's my guy or Fields is my guy right because that's basically what has to happen right now because if he comes in and goes we're keeping Sam Darnold trust me we're keeping Sam Darnold type of scenario, then you're looking to trade that second pick. You're looking to pick up another offensive, maybe another offensive lineman to be on the line. You know, maybe the top rated offensive lineman, maybe 
you know, a running back, a wide receiver, something to help Sam Darnold in that scenario. Or right. you're trading back and you're going all defensive because this is a defensive coach. You know, right. you could and also. Also, LaFleur's brother is coming with him. And that's, yeah. that's pretty and also cool. the um, And also the offensive line coach from San Francisco, they said today, was was going okay. there, was going to go there also. Okay, so the, the thing with LaFleur's brother is he's only been a passing coordinator. as Like, that was his highest job title with the Niners, obviously, right now. So it's going to be interesting to see. I'm sure he has a great mind like his brother because, obviously, they're, they grew up in the same household. They they basically probably have similar ideas, basically what McVeigh had with LaFleur. Like, it's going to be interesting to see. Maybe it's a nice, uh, innovative West Coast-style offense with some sort of spread. And it's going to be interesting to see. Like, do they want to give Donald another year? And like, all right, let's let's see what he has. Or do we really love what Justin Fields ha- brings to the table? Or do I say some crazy magic happens, which I'm not going to say. But um, with with Urban Meyer as the head coach, obviously the way that uh, Lawrence has been projected for the last three years, there's no way he's not going number one. But we, we like to have fun with that. Why not? Life's short, so might as well have some sort of fun with it. But yeah, do you, do you like Lawrence? Or, not Lawrence, do you like Fields or any of the other quarterbacks that are projected to go in the first round, like the BYU quarterback and a couple others. Can you move right. back if he, to If Kenny? he likes the BYU guy, he may look to be like, hey. I'll go back a couple of spots. Hey, Atlanta, let's, let's swap and give us an extra couple picks later in the draft this right. year or next year, and you guys can take whoever you want it to. That would be interesting. Right. Atlanta would be an interesting one because I still think like, I don't know. Again, another team that doesn't have a coach. But then again, if you want a quarterback, why risk it on another team swooping in and taking your guy? Yeah, so, just well, take your guy. Well, you got to look again at like who's there, right? No, 100%. Who, who's, who are you trading with and then who's in front of whoever you're trading with? Because, oh, yeah, of course. Because like the order, you know... The top 10, right, is who? But potentially a lot of teams could be getting rid of quarterbacks because of new systems or coaches and situations. You can easily see a couple, like, you could see the Lions. Get, I, I would love to see Stafford go someplace else. Dan Campbell is your new head coach. Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Finn, you must be doing cartwheels. Yeah, he's a he's a football guy, but like, See, are you like they me? have Atlanta taking Walter Football has Atlanta taking Zach Wilson out of BYU. Right. I just I feel bad. Like <laughs> the Bears keep people because they like them and they think Mitch is their only problem and it's not. And right. like the Lions have I, I've said this before, the Lions have the second had the second best quarterback in the division for the last like ten years and just can't do anything about it. And the Vikings are still have Kirk Cousins, and that's all I need to say. <laughs> it's like the Vikings. I was, I, the Vikings are the most frustrating team. If the Vikings had anybody other than Kirk Cousins, like running that offense, 
that's a scary offense. Because, but it's also like because you like have Thielen, you have I mean, Jefferson, you have Cook. That's like a scary yeah. three-headed monster right there. Right. And now, but then and there's their defense Kirk is good too, and their defense is always good too. They're, they're always very, they're similar to that uh, that dragon meme, where it's like three angry dragons. Right. Which is like Cook, Jefferson, and Thielen, and then it's that stupid looking mm-hmm. one on the side, which Silly is Cousins. One. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that's been made millions of times too for that. This whole year. Situation. Yeah. I just um, find, found it interesting going back to the coaching situation because it is, I was trying to figure this out earlier. Like, most of the time that the coach, coaching staff, like, um, philosophy has been like you get a head coach and then whatever his you know weakness is whatever you know whether uh, the opposite of offensive defense you get yeah you know usually an ex-head coach right and it's just because they fire coaches easier now these days you know than they did 30 years ago so there wasn't as many ex-head coaches but that's like you know the rams and wade phillips and all that stuff and i retired by the way who? Wade, Wade Phillips? Phillips? Yeah. Yeah. I was just looking at, at Mike LaFleur's thing, and it's basically they were both, him and Matt were both under Kyle in Atlanta. Matt went to LA, and Mike went to San Francisco with Kyle. Yeah. So, I was listening to Schrager on Bill Simmons, and like it was crazy how LaFleur and his wife basically took in McVeigh. Like as a little brother, <laughs> and like we're at the DC in DC, and it was just like one of those like just crazy things. And like then he brought him to the Rams with him, and he became his boss. And it was just one of those like, yeah. wow, like it would be like us coaching each like like each other in a playoff game was pretty cool. Well, yeah, it's great. Yeah, and and Soleil is like Lafleur's. I think it was his best man in his wedding. Um, Matt's, like, or one of his, like one of his best friends. So like this is a very close close group of people. So that's it makes sense that he would pick him as offensive coordinator. Right. I just you know I don't know what um. I, obviously, this is, the quarterback decision is the biggest uh, one to make and the most important one. I don't even know what I would do. Like Fields played a great game, but is. He also played some bad games. I, I still, you can't stick with Donald, right? I don't think you can. No, it's I, just... I think I think if you if you like a quarterback and the upside's there for Fields, I know the history with Ohio State quarterbacks. Yes, you're right, Steve. But Fields seems different. I don't know. I mean, could be I, wrong. I said I, want... I still think that Fields could be better than Lawrence. I it's just my opinion on it. I think I, I I think Fields is more to the modern day, right? Football minded player like Lamar and Mahomes much more than Lawrence is, right? And even Allen. Right. Regardless, I think they made the right choice with the coach. He seems, even though he is crazy on the sideline, he he seems composed and someone said and it. Smart they, and, you got in his saying in his who, answers and things. Who wouldn't want a guy who has to hire a guy to pull him back from the sideline? Right. Well, everybody, every team has that. So. Yeah, but this guy was like, you can oh, every time, every play. Um, oh, he's insane. He's a crazy person. I'm interested to see the the 
how Urban Meyer is a coach of the NFL. Cause... Well, it's, give it two years, he's going to get sick and magically coach in college in three years. Well, that's the thing. He's been out of college for, what, three years now? Two. Two years now. So he's kind of had more time to really watch the pro game. Is it going to help him transition? Because think about how many times have we watched, you know, coaches transition right away and fail because of the fact of they really didn't know the pro game as much. Yeah, Saban, Spurrier, uh, Bertrino. The guy from... Uh, Kelly. Kelly. Who? Chip Kelly. Oh, Chip Kelly, yeah. Who's yeah. the one who went... Oh, yeah, Chip Kelly, yeah. Brian Kelly's the one in yeah, Notre Dame. He never won pro. Right. Yeah. Uh, who became the uh, the Arkansas coach? Uh, Petrino. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. You know, so again, it's it's interesting to see then, how the uh, transaction is going to be. And more, too. And Granted, he went to NFL to college, and he sucked. It's really upsetting, yeah. Tim Tebow. I, I mean, I, I completely understand. You don't want to join your boy back in uh, Florida. You know, coaching, but I feel like it's the best scenario for you in your future. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> go just be Trevor be Lawrence's quarterback coach, please. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be interesting to see. Um, well, like how he brings the and he could also bring Alex Smith to become his quarterback coach. If Alex Smith, whatever happens with Washington, he can go and be the backup. Oh yeah, he was too. The, wasn't he the coach in Utah when Smith was there? Right, right. But he forgot um, about that. It's true. They so, said he had like an intriguing staff that he was bringing in. I'm sh- I'm sure. I'm sure it's going to be half of Ohio State guys and Florida guys that want to make the jump with them. Um, who was the and, one that they said he, who was coaching um Charlie Strong? Okay. He got he got hired as an assistant, but they didn't it looks like linebacker coach in the pros. Yeah. Charlie Strong is going to be the linebacker coach for the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. I had no idea. And maybe one of you guys knew. Um, The fact of... The fact of Larry Foote and who was the other one I shared with you guys today? Antoine Randall L. Coaching. Yeah, well, yeah, I like, <laughs> I they make they make both make sense. I don't know about Randall L., but I feel I like think... Randall L. I knew. I don't know why, but I feel like I knew. Yeah, I I, I I knew Larry Foote because Larry Foote was one of those linebackers. Just like you knew he played. You knew he he'd eventually best, become some sort of. He wasn't the best linebacker, but he was always there making plays of like strategically, basically what Antonio Pierce is now. Antonio Pierce was the question to maybe most likely getting a couple coaching jobs from Arizona State to Arizona. That's like Antonio Pierce is a huge part of the Arizona State football program now with Herm Edwards. Like, if you see Herm Edwards' coaching staff, it's basically, how do I get into the NFL? Okay, I'm listening to Antonio Pierce. I'm listening to this guy. I'm listening to uh, Kevin Moore. Was that Arizona? Arizona State. Arizona State. Herm is that. If you look at the coaching staff, if you pull it up, you're going to be like, oh, wow. Okay, wow. Okay. Okay, cool. Like Yeah, I, I, just, I, brought, I just brought it up right here. 
So you got Herm. Antonio Pierce is co-defensive coordinator and linebacker recruiter. Right. He's like one of the big recruiters in the program in general. Vince boy Marvin Lewis is there too. Yeah, he's like a co-defensive coordinator also with Pierce. That's kind of cool. So you, ideally, Pierce is really learning how to call a defensive game from right. Marvin Lou. Mawai is here. Yep. Yeah. It's really all. I thought there's someone offensively too. Well, Mawai is a offensive analyst. Right there, but I thought there was another one more coach. Derek Hagan wasn't that guy the receiver? <laughs> White he receiver. was a giant special team or guy like 10 years ago. He's here. Danny White is an ambassador for them. Oh, the Cowboys quarterback, Danny White? Yeah. That's he must have went there. Yeah, I would There's a couple of guys' phone numbers on this list, too. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody want to call Tim Cassidy? <laughs> um, I'm good. <laughs> So the moment we've been waiting for, let's 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 get let's get to the games. Um, what let's game do you AFC. want to start off? You want to just rip it off like a bandaid? Nope, we're we'll doing AFC first. I want to go to AFC. All right. Well, no one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. No one does. <laughs> I, the Bills. I know Lamar got hurt, but he got hurt when the game was over. The yeah. Bills impressed me. I'll be honest. Yeah, the Bills took care of what they needed there, to take care there of. There was a moment where you thought, after Lamar got hurt, he the kid I forgot what his name was. Um, he like just missed Brown down the sideline on a fourth down, and he was wide was open. RG three? No, RG three didn't. RG three's been hurt. Yeah, RG three's been hurt. RG three got hurt in the game where, um. Where um, Jackson ran to the locker room and clearly had no, a poop. No, 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 no. He got hurt Thanksgiving, the quote-unquote Thanksgiving game. Yeah, yeah. That was the game where Jackson ran to the locker room. No, no, no. What was supposed to be Thanksgiving. Yes. Okay, then maybe this was, oh, this was the Cleveland game. Yeah, but he was hurt for the Pittsburgh game, though. That was supposed to be Thanksgiving. eventually came in. No, you're 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 mixing it up. It's yeah, it's the the Steeler game because he started and he looked awful and he was quote unquote hurt. Then McSorley came in, right, Trace, Trace, and then he played well, and that was when Lamar had COVID, so he was inactive regardless. So he was, Trace was in no matter what, and he and he made a couple of big plays and I'm like okay good. Then Lamar came back for the Bell, Browns game, and then that's when Chase uh. Trace got lit up and was like, oh, crap. <laughs> All right, Lamar. Yeah, yeah, yeah but that was the game Lamar, Lamar was pooping himself in the middle of. Yeah. But, but yeah, this kid, the kid, he had that one play where it was late in the game and you kind of thought, you make this play, kid, and your team has a chance, but he, like, I guess maybe practice or whatever. Right. But again, but nobody has Chad Henney just waiting in the wings ready to run 12-yard we'll, yeah, we'll runs. Get, we'll get more into that game. We'll get into that game in a bit. But 
the bill the bills just have everything clicking right now unfortunately with the ravens if you're if you don't have the explosive running game with them they're most likely not going to win um and they didn't do enough explosive running games they did it's the first couple of drives they were running the ball pretty well it was just not their night type of thing um so another tough way to go out for the ravens but Lamar did win a playoff game this year. I know right now, if you're a Ravens fan and if you're in the Ravens building, that's not good enough because they're one of those franchises that demand more. Yes, I get that. But all things considered, it was another good year for the Ravens. They're they're growing. You know what I mean? You're not going to fire Harbaugh. Harbaugh's there for the long run until he doesn't want to get there anymore. Unless they magically go on like a drought the next couple of years and they have to change face because that's just the way it is. You know what I mean? He's been there since 2008. So he he's in there, you know what I mean? Um, with the bills, they're fun to watch. We've been saying it all season long. I, I, I had Allen in multiple drafts fantasy wise. So I, I've loved them the whole season. Um, listen, they did exactly. And you hear all the stories. They did exactly what nobody else really did. He got a new player, and he called him right away and said, hey, let's become best friends. How do we do this during COVID? Hey, let's play video games. They're they're children. They're playing video games. They're 20-year-old kids playing video games. Right. All night. They're playing, staying up playing Call of Duty. Okay, cool. Whatever. Who's going to be mad at them about that? It made so. it easier because think about how much difficult it was for those new weapons to come into your team and try and gel right away and things like that. But now instead, what happened? They were both able to gel. Right. They're they're able to gel. I'm like, look at Diggs. Like, I know we, we liked him on the Vikings. Obviously, he had the tools to be a top five wide receiver. But there was never, he was never this guy with Minnesota. Yeah, he made that miracle, <laughs> miracle catch. But he's always good. But he was never... Like, oh, crap, we actually have a legit wide coach. I mean, coach, uh, legit quarterback throwing him bullets and dimes and just getting him the ball 10 times a game. Like, Case Keenum, throwing... that's all you got to know. Yeah. Case Keenum so, like, would have made the throw. Right. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, Case Keenum, Case Keenum, Cousins, so on and so forth. Like, yeah, it's it's just good to see the Buffalo Bills. They they're one of the few fan bases that were like, good for them. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to hundred percent admit I was at the end of that game. I was kind of like, all right, Browns, you're only down a couple points. Make this happen. One hundred percent. Make give Buffalo the home game next Every, week. Everybody was thinking of it. Everybody was thinking of it, and you know, hell would have burnt. <laughs> But then good old Andy Reid and his 8,000-pound balls just chilling on the sideline, being like, cold. (laughs) Shotgun with fourth and one. (laughs) Right. I mean, that's one of the gutsiest calls you can. That's just Andy Reid being Andy Reid. It's just funny. And it's not like Mahomes is back there. Mahomes isn't even back. Your MVP quarterback's not even there. It's like, what are you doing, sir? It was, just, it's just amazing how Andy Reid 
his biggest knock was never being able to win the, the big game. And, and he, now he can't pop, lose the big game. Now he can't <laughs> lose. And it's just like, good for him. And like, he's a great guy. And Honestly, even when he was with the Eagles, I always found him as a, a great coach. I right. always wanted an Andy Reid type coach on my sideline at all times. Right. And he's always just funny to look at. Right. <laughs> so so you, you're really getting a good coach, you're getting a fun coach, and you're getting a, a hilarious to look at coach. And, and honestly, I I thought the, the Browns game plan offensively, they had them on the ropes. I I did like the Browns game plan with that. They they showed no fear for whatever reason Spags wasn't was giving them the middle of the field. Baker played great. I I I know a lot of people don't like Baker for whatever reason. I I happen to do like Baker. Um and he did enough to for them to actually win the game and it just fell short, you know what I mean? Um it wasn't one of those like Damn, Baker sucked. This is why we lost kind of things. It was just ran out of time. You know what I mean? What what did you guys think of Baker's performance? I thought he played well. You know, you. I think the and, biggest Kansas City knock is to really that defensively. Because you know they're going to put up 25-plus points every game. It's can you hold off the, the offenses. So it's not really... I thought Baker played well, and again, can Kansas City stop Buffalo's offense is really becoming is going to be the question going into the championship game, because again, I I know Kansas is well. Of course, we're going to wait to see what happens with Mahomes. You know, nothing out official yet of right. everything, um, but you know, again. Even, you know, Reed showed he's not going to hold anything back even if Chad Henney's playing. We probably isn't because they have enough weapons for Chad Henney to survive this game. I mean, his best throw game. went to went to the Browns, but... No, no. <laughs> that throw, I, I literally text him in and I go, that is the greatest Michigan throw of all time. Greatest Michigan quarterback throw in the, in, in the NFL of all time. <laughs> Yeah, not named Tom Brady. <laughs> it was like you got, I was literally like, you gotta get that was like the perfect pass to anybody that like he, you basically punted. Chad Henney basically punted that ball away when he threw that pick in the end zone. And that was when you yeah. kind of thought like Cleveland has a chance here. Yeah, I I was obviously I was rooting for him. Um but I it seems like nothing official I saw a thing that was like, it wasn't actually a concussion. It was like a pinched nerve, and he passed all the tests. I I don't, I have no doubt that he's probably going to play this week. And I don't, if Mahomes is playing at his best, I there's not really a lot anybody can do. Right, but I think with the the Bills, they have the offense to match them. They're not exactly them, obviously. No one's them, but they do have enough firepower to get over the hump. It'll, it, it'll be entertaining. I, I, I oh, still this, this is going to be the game of the year. This is going to be the game of the year. Uh, both games are game of the year material. So I think whoever we get in the Super Bowl, it's going to be a fun matchup. We we really lucked out this year. Yeah, I think you pretty much, pretty much got the four best quarterbacks playing-wise this year. For I mean... 
Deshaun maybe right. Take, but... Well, Deshaun really, I think more. Yeah, he was great, but I think how much of was it because they were down by thirty points and like you had to throw him still... down. Yeah, he's still. No, I, 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 know. Deshaun is a top five quarterback. I'm not saying that. Right. But let's let's yeah. be let's be fair about it with a, a little bit. But you're right. Um, like, I mean, I mean, this weekend's one of my favorite weekends of the year. Obviously, the Super Bowl is great, but this is like the last Sunday we have a slate. You know what I mean? Um, right. Who's on the Super Bowl this year? CBS, right? CBS is. Yes. Yes. I'm shocked CBS has late game on Sunday. Isn't it usually the team? The, they flip uh, it each year. No, I know. Isn't it the year that they don't have the channel? The channel doesn't have the Super Bowl. They are they double dip. I, I no, I they always track. they always do two and five in the championship game. No, I, I I know that. I'm saying like if that like two and five have the Super Bowl. I oh, that one's not really, that that one doesn't it. matter. That doesn't matter because the championship games they always flip it each year. So like right, next year the NFC true. game will be the late game. Doesn't matter right, what channel Super Bowl's on. That's true. I always thought it was just happened to be that way. But all right, um, let's talk about the NFC. We'll we'll talk. Early we'll line. Your... Early line on the AFC game is minus three for Kansas City. Makes sense. If, home they're game. They're the home. Really? They're the home yeah, team. They're home. Get the the points, and that's no, fair because support. they don't know about Henny. Um, yeah, they don't know about the quarterback scenario. Because I, because the Packers are minus four, so like my, the the really was I I think the Chiefs are bigger favorites than the Packers, though they should be. I think now that Chad Henney's playing, yeah, well, uh, if, if, yeah, if, if Mahomes like, doesn't talks. get hurt, if Mahomes doesn't get hurt yesterday, and this is a regular I week, this is at least a six. I was going to say six. This is at least a six. If Mahomes doesn't get hurt, this right. is a right. six. But he no also, the other thing was his ankle. Like he was hampered running or moving around. Yeah, right there. yeah. The first drive, he got hit in his foot or something. Someone stepped on his foot or something, and he yeah. was just like, "Oh boy!" And then he like ran out of the pocket that one time, and you're like, "Oh, something, 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 something's ha- ha- something's up." Yeah. Um. Now with the NF- the NFC. We we'll 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 we want to start with your game first, Ravin, or you want to go uh, Saints Bucks? I mean, we can talk about Saints Bucks. It's it's a Saints typical Bucks. unfortunate another yeah. Saints poop job. It's uh, they they had their chances to they had the lead. They they just found a way to give the they found a way to give the Bucks multiple turnovers and. Each turnover, the Bucks capitalized it, and when you do that to Tom a Tom Brady team, you're gonna lose. And it's unfortunate yeah. to see Breeze end his career that way, but unfortunately, that's how we we've seen the last four or five playoff runs end. Unfortunately, rightfully so, on ways they lost were unfortunate, but it's just the way it is, and it, it's sad to see Breeze is definitely a top five quarterback. Definitely a top ten quarterback if you want to get to the nitty gritty in terms of well maybe this guy's better because of X Y and Z but statistically speaking, Breeze is in every single category of a top five quarterback. He's obviously with yards and wins he's right there with the top two, and now Brady's gonna hold on to it because he's gonna be playing the extra season. So. It was great seeing a Brady Breeze playoff matchup, like what we're gonna say 
when we previewed the NFC championship game is games we've always wanted in a Super Bowl. Like how many times have we picked Patriots, Saints, uh, Patriots, Packers, Super Bowl? We must, all of us have must have done it at least once or twice. And that's just the way it is. Um, But it was cool seeing that type of game in the six o'clock slot. And I was glued, obviously, like everybody else was. So it's unfortunate for Drew Brees, but Drew Brees, forever, everybody knew he was banged up. And the trick play when Jameis Winston was the one having to throw the ball over, over, it looked like Brees couldn't throw the ball over 30 yards. And they shut down Mike Thomas, and they were able to, the the Bucks took care of business. And they're on a well-oiled machine going into Lambeau. And it's going to be a great game on Sunday. Yeah, sure, great. Um, Fun yeah, I mean, the, the, the Bucks didn't Bucks didn't have a a touchdown drive that started outside of Saints territory. All three of their touchdown drives were from inside Saints territory. So I mean, you can't you can't give really any playoff team that that opportunity, especially not Brady and and the weapons they have. Um, I think the Saints are a better overall team, but like we, like you said, I, Drew's kind of done. It, I, the retirement thing, like Jake Glazer said it like he was predicting it, and then he said it like he knew it, but we haven't heard anything officially. I think he's retiring. No, you just it. look. It was weird. It was the weird looking back at the stands, kissing the field. Like, yeah, this is it. The this weird is it. thing. Kind of thing. Yeah. I, yeah. I, it seems like he's... And then, um, I don't um, know if he plays football with the Suns after every game, but the way they were recording and that, it, and then with yeah. Brady hug-dapping him up and playing one catch with the Suns, I think you ended on that note. I know it sucks that they didn't get that extra... Like, see, this is the thing with the Packers and Rodgers. They have to get Rodgers to another Super Bowl. This this it, They have to get him another Super Bowl or another trip to the Super Bowl because... What happened with Breeze is easily what's going to happen with Rodgers with if he doesn't get to another trip of the, to the Super Bowl. And it's not fair to Breeze because we've seen plenty of way, games that they still found a way to like light it up and then their defense or whatever like causes them a loss or the, non, the non-INT uh, pass interference call against the Rams or miracle miracle in minnesota it's just like a lot of unfortunate things happen and then to be the, his last game throwing three picks that cost him the game just stinks so two fantasy football championships out of that guy over the last three years right <laughs> um um right yeah I, it's I mean, just a bittersweet we can game. move on it's time for them to move on. It's going to be interesting to see. They still got um, Taysom Hill there for $16 million. Yeah, Taysom. And they could easily bring back Jameis and have Hey, Jameis have... threw a touchdown. Right, yeah, and I mean... that was his first touchdown with LASIK surgery. So Do you, you think um, you think the Bucks were like, oh, now he can see? <laughs> he was I mean... so wide open that it couldn't. <laughs> yeah, but if he if this was last year before the surgery, then maybe he throws it to Tampa he would by throw mistake. Throw it to the ref or something. <laughs> that would have been funny. Well, the Nets pulled it off. Good for them. They did. But the Bucks came back. So, yep. <clears throat> Typical basketball. 
Also, <laughs> by the way, little Mets news. They're sending scouts to Miami to watch Julio Tehran and Annabelle Sanchez throw on Tuesday. Oh, boy. I don't mind yeah, Julio Tehran. Yeah. They're not going to cost anything. Debt moves. Pitching-wise, they can like, fill dude, in at the number five spot if you need to. Yeah, Tehran's not good anymore, but he, he knows our division, and he pitches. You know what I mean? Like... He's he'll eat innings if we ever need him to eat them, so I wouldn't I wouldn't hate that move. That's a nice depth move that we didn't have last last season. For sure. And I wouldn't mind him. Uh, who is the who is the the rookie last year? David Peterson. Yeah, he was good, but like if he's better than Peterson in spring training, I wouldn't hate him being number five. Well, that's the thing. I, I mean. They just traded for the guy today, which was a, again another depth pickup. Right. Joey Lucci. and then that means that means Mats might be gone too. Well, that's the thing. I, I the way I look at it right now, and it's tough to hand a, a young guy a job. I think Peterson pitched well enough where he's kind of the fourth starter at the moment. Right. No, and then I, I'm, I'm you just that. kind of battle it out for a fifth spot. You know. Whoever. No, I'm with I'm with that. I'm just saying, whoever whoever the fifth guy is 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 hopefully getting replaced in June or July-ish. Yes, you're right. You know, um, we, um, first off, I don't know if you guys watched yet, HBO, the Tiger thing. I saw the first I part. I actually watched it today, actually. I saw the first part. I haven't watched the second part yet. I like how the first part it ends, so I'm very intrigued to watch the second part with his ex-wife. Um... But the other one on HBO Max, I know I told Vin to watch this, was the CC thing. Uh, yeah, I saw the CC thing too. So. And, you know, I was talking to my dad and we were like, is is CC a first ballot Hall of Famer? Not a first ballot, no. He'll get not, in. Definitely not a first ballot. He'll get in. I don't even know if he Yeah, I think in. he will because he's one of the black aces. And he took so much pride in it and I think he did enough. Right, I think it was like one of like three guys to ever 250 wins. Right. Right. Something like that. And a certain amount of strikeouts also. Right. CC did enough for today's baseball to get in. Um, What will the sticklers say? And thing with CC is he's that, that, that guy, if he doesn't like you, he'll, he'll freaking say it to your face. And he sees he's Sabathia, so you're not going to fight him. You know what I mean? Well, that's the thing. Also, this whole, the whole podcast thing can literally ruin his chance. All it takes is one wrong thing said. And he he's an open book, so he's going to say right. what he wants to say. Right, 100%. Um, um, and that's but I do think he's going to get, way. but then again, this year, like, if the steroids guys get in this year, it basically opens the book for just about everybody. Right, well, CC, well, CC never did anything. Wrong. Right, right, right. But I'm saying, like, there's like the wait, possibility of him not getting in. Like, will be out right. the door of anything, based on anything, right. you know. Because right. once Clemens is in, and Bonds is in, it's everybody. Anybody is eligible at that point. Right. No, for sure. It's it's definitely a good argument for him to get in it. It's just what will other people think? Was he just really, really good? not Hall of Fame worthy. I could see that. I could also see people saying he was such a bulldog and the innings he ate 
and he was so great for a couple of good Yankee teams. And when he was an Indian and that one playoff yeah, run that, with the Brewers. The, the Brewer I run alone. No, that's 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 my that's my point. And he was the Yankee ace for 09 and then he did a couple good playoff runs, even though the Yankees didn't make it too far or make it to the World Series. It wasn't his fault. Because um, I went to that game five when he beat the Orioles in 13. And mm-hmm. he had a complete game shutout. So he has he has his name. He definitely has an argument. And I could see it going either way that I, I wouldn't be upset either way. You know what I mean? He'll definitely be in eventually. That's my right. opinion on it. No, definitely. All right, let's let's talk about the Packers game. Um, so the Packers just were the Packers. They're obviously the better team against the Rams. The Rams with the banged up team. You can tell Aaron Donald was still banged up from last the previous week. Um, why did Jared they put Goff- their team name on the jersey? Like, why do they have that huge patch on their? Yeah, I, I they're like the Seahawks. <laughs> I don't I don't get that either. Well, um, well, the Seahawks have an advertisement patch that makes sense. But the Rams, it just says Los Angeles Rams on their patch, on their shoulder. It's like, we know who you are, buddy. Yeah, I don't know. I, I've, They could have done a lot better job with their jerseys. Um, they could have just went to their old school jerseys and been done with it, and everybody wouldn't have been mad. Um, but the Packers did, have, they did what they needed to do offensively and defensively, and they're on to the next round. And they're going to be facing a tougher challenge in Tom Brady and the Bucks, clicking on defense on offense, and the Bucks defense is good. They're really good, and they'll they'll find ways to turn over the ball. They have Dominican Sue. They have JPP, old vets on the defensive line, finding ways to disrupt and do what they need to do i'm really happy for jpp he didn't end his, the giants career wasn't his fault he didn't want to be he didn't want to leave it was just uh gettleman thought he could save a bunch of money and we're going to a 3-4 defense um so i'm happy for jpp um hopefully we'll see what happens with him if he events to the super bowl if they happen to beat the packers and in this and to go to the super bowl i would love to see him get a ring number two for him um, it's just going to be, it's going to be a good game. I'm excited. A-Rod is A-Rod. Um, Devante is Devante and Aaron Jones is Aaron Jones. It's like, need I say more? And they were able to get Scatling and they were able to get Lazard big plays. And when those guys step up, Packers are basically unbeatable. I, I know Vin's going to give you more of a, uh, uh, um, because he, it's his team, he's going to be giving you a more realistic factor into these games. But um, take it away, Vin. Like, like First, what's Vin, your Vin, Vin owes somebody an apology on his team. I, I wanna, I'm going to say this publicly. Steve, <laughs> even though on the inside, I have, uh, and per- privately, I've been saying this to, to Stephen multiple times, I know we're apo- I owe an apology to Rashawn Gary. Because... <laughs> Sean Gary was all I heard for a year and a half was he's great in practice, he's great in practice, and then nothing happens on the field. And it's not 100% his fault because he played like 12 snaps the entire season last year because they drafted him and then signed two outside linebackers, obviously. Didn't make a lot of sense, but whatever. And then 
this training camp, the best training camp of anybody, this guy's going to explode, didn't happen. It, it took until... And then but it's to the be fair, def- weird def- or defensive linemen always take the longest. And they do. And it's not always his fault because I hate the defensive coordinator and he's an idiot. And like, I can go on and complain about the Meg Pet till the end of time. But when they get into the and I just the, the quote unquote Giants NASCAR package where they go the Smiths, Kenny, Clark, and Gary, they get pressure every time. And it's obviously, uh, you know, late game or, you know, up big and third down kind of... Uh, yeah, fish in, uh, blood in the water. Yep. Yeah, that kind of that kind of spot. And then that, I mean, it wasn't Zedarius and Preston Smith who were making the plays. Both big sacks they had were pressure. It was mostly pressure by Zedarius Smith. But Clark and Gary cleaned them both up. So... I mean, he's been playing great. The defensive line, when they don't send people on three-man rushes, which is what Mike Pettin's been doing too much of, and then dropping linebacker, like defensive linemen, literal defensive linemen at the coverage. <laughs> they, don't you love when that happens? It's, it's hilarious. When it's not your team, you laugh your ass off. Excuse me. In all fairness, you had a very large man make a pick in a playoff game in Chicago. I know. <laughs> B.A. Rogers. Dumb thing. Dumb thing. And like... So, Ben, we're, we're, was... we're, next time the Giants are going, we're definitely going, right? To Green Bay, yeah. All right. Um, if, if part of the, the defensive issues were when the Rams got the tempo going, obviously. 2022, the boys. Court. Yeah, it's already they on got the schedule. Caught in the in the five defensive linemen look that they had been using to stop the run the past few weeks. So it was a good offensive strategy. But again, here I am. I complain about the defense. I complain about Mike Pettin. The Rams were three for eight on third down. They only gave up eighteen points. They gave up like less than three hundred yards of offense. So like, I can't really you can't really complain that much. Like they they did exactly what they needed to do. Against that offense. And, you know, I didn't think Jared Goff looked. Yeah. I think they stopped running the ball, too. And that's 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 not how the Rams operate. Yeah. And, and offensively for the Packers, like you said, when they get, you know, when MVS doesn't drop the ball, and it's obviously his biggest problem and they and when they get Alan Lazard involved and they get the you know Robert Tunyon involved and Devontae wasn't the focal point of this game he had a touchdown obviously but and I don't know if he was got getting locked down by Jalen I wasn't really paying attention to he it. schooled Jalen multiple times early in the game he was well it's it's a lot of you know, the, the, obviously the, the touchdown he scored was on the, a design thing, and Jalen was pissed because clearly he thought somebody should have switched on that. And there was a couple times where they completed, like, a 10-yard slant to Devontae, and Jalen was, like, backing off like he was supposed to be playing the zone. I don't know what was going on. Regardless, when they get all those weapons working, the only times they really got stopped were they stopped themselves. They missed two big plays on one drive, and then 
that was when the game got close. They came out after half. They missed the two big plays on one drive. The Rams scored. The next drive, they, they I don't know, it was really the only time they got stopped all day. It was a th- on a third down. And then they made a stop and got the ball back and drove down, and that was kind of the game. So, and obviously Aaron Donald wasn't 100%. So that factors into to the able the way they were able to run the ball and the the way they were able to protect Rodgers. I I I don't like you guys know I don't like when I'm confident in the Packers, but like when they do what they got to do, there's regardless Chiefs, Bills, Bucks, like they can handle anybody. They, they said they said it during the Saints Buccaneers game, it was like you're not the Whichever quarterback won that game wasn't going to focus on the Packer defense. It's going to be, can I put up enough points to match the Packer offense? Well, yeah, and like we just said with Breeze, that's why I told you guys I was rooting for the Saints. If he could somehow, the way, I mean, he was throwing indoors. You put that in 20-degree weather, it's supposed to snow on Sunday. <laughs> He's not going to be able to do anything. Michael it's... Thomas might as well be in somewhere in, you know, on vacation. Scared of playoff Lenny? I no. <laughs> 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 you know what? Just because I said that Leonard Fournette's gonna have a huge goddamn game this week. I, I mean, I'm, I'm scared of what I'm, I'm scared of Brady. I'm actually more scared of their defense because last time they played, last time they played Tampa was one of the stranger games that I've experienced in my life because they were up ten nothing, rolling, had the ball back starting a drive where it was about to be 17 nothing. this game was over and then he threw two interceptions in a row and didn't score the rest of the day so I don't know oh, is the mean, last game the, the Packers light him up or was it the Bucks light him up this year? no that was it, that was it. The, the Bucks we were up 10 nothing. oh that's right that's down. right and then he threw basically it was a pick six it was a pick for, and Brady's to the one like yard screw line. you guys I'm just taking over yeah and they won they lost 38, I think it was 38-10 or 31-10. Right, yes. I remember watching that game on Red Zone. It was, you know, crazy. So, like, but the the problem was the the front, the front seven of Tampa, you know, they're, Packers run a lot of inside zone and cutback runs. You can't run cutback runs against Levante David and Devin White. They just don't, they're not, it's not going to work. Nope. So, they got to figure out a way to run the ball so they can run the rest of their offense. And that was they got to figure out a way to contain Brady um, and, and the rest of their weapons. Apparently, Antonio Brown's banged up. Yeah, he didn't back play there. much yesterday, which was Yeah, huge. he said he has an MRI. I don't want to say I'm confident because, you know, I, I think it's going to be a very good you game. Know what, Vin, you know what, Vin? You're the number one seed for a reason. You got That's one it. of the best quarterbacks of all time. Yeah, you, gotta, you just got to run with it. I know you're playing Brady, but honestly... I think I think the Packers will find a way. It's going to be a shootout, but I I I, I think the Packers are going to find a way. I they have to get Aaron Rodgers to another Super Bowl, and this is the time for it. I I think I think I think it's time. It's I, been I, 10 I, years I saw a meme though that was pretty funny and made me laugh. It was like, can you imagine being the Buffalo Bills? You finally go a year and you're not worrying about the Patriots, and then you have a chance of going to the Super Bowl to face Brady. Yeah. <laughs> like, they were like, yeah, no Brady. And now it's like, 
now it's Brady. Now it's like, okay, so right. before our kickoff, it could be the fact that we can win and then have to play Brady again in two weeks. Right. right. And honestly, it's, it's, I think we're lucky regardless, regardless who makes it to the Super Bowl. Obviously, Ben with a rooting interest in it. But like someone for like me and Steve, we don't care who actually makes it unless you have gambling of like future bets or whatever sort of situation. But all four matchups of the two matchups you can get, all four of the matchups you could possibly get is worth it. So it's just like I'm I'm a pure football fan, so whatever comes my way, I'm gonna enjoy it for what it's worth. But I I would like to see Rogers actually make it to another Super Bowl, and he, he's he's arguably the greatest quarterback in our, of our generation. I know we have Tom, and I know we have Peyton and Breeze, but pound for pound, skill-wise, Rodgers is better than all three of them. Um, and then if you want to include uh, Mahomes and everybody else in the, the in-between gaps, you know what I mean? You got you to gotta figure that out. I think Rodgers, pound for pound, Purely is better quarterback than Breeze, Peyton, and Brady talent wise. So he he they need to find a way to get him to another Super Bowl. He he deserves. I was getting it. ahead of myself on Sunday when Mahomes got hurt. I was like, yes, get the Browns, get the Chiefs out of my way, and then get me the Browns or Bills, and I'm in. I'm good. I'll take either one of them. They're a favorite against one of those. They, they, there was a, I saw a tweet today that said I, they would be, as of right this minute, very advanced lines where they would be like uh, three point or four point favorites against the Bills and a one point underdog against the Chiefs at the moment. And that Which, makes that, sense. To me, that makes that makes sense. Yeah, they're basically the, them and the Chiefs is basically it. It would a be surely would be interesting a Florida Super Bowl. <laughs> and you get the Buffalo Bills and the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, right. Oh, and that's another thing. Oh, crap. We Tampa could the, be the first team ever. Yeah. I don't know, Ben. I might have to reset that's, my... That... See, that's Why your last... You that's your, also your last hope. It would be... Happen. It would be... The year where there's barely any fans that the that the home team finally gets to play in the Super Bowl. Right. <laughs> it would Tom be Brady that year. Is never... Won the game at Lambeau Field. Who? Tom Brady's never won the game at Lambeau Field. So he's oh, dead. No. Got it. You just jinxed yep. your whole entire weekend. Oh, boy. So I was we actually looking good to opponents, just we, so you guys we might know. Steve, we might have to set up a live with Finn and get his pulse every, every scoring drive or any big play. I've done that I mean, once. It's not I'm, that exciting. Especially when Atlanta Again, put up like seventy see, points in the first quarter. I'm I'm getting oh, into yeah. the, the dumb things of like my dad invited me over again to watch the Amsterdam Championship game, and I'm like, should I go? Like, what did you do you on gotta, Saturday? Yeah, you got to do what I'm, you did on Saturday, Vin. No, I was home on Saturday. I was you gotta here. you just gotta stay home, Vin. I don't know, Vin. The last time we watched an NFC Championship game with your dad at that house, but here's there, the other thing. There's some demons the first from. Time uh, they went in 2010, you're gonna I need to get you're gonna need watched... to you're gonna need to get the Kyrie Sage into your dad's house and like, get know. all the Zen out of the house. There's been four and then go to a COVID party. Games. I watched three at that house and we're one and two. So it's time for the a other one. 
No, the other last she last year I changed it up and I went to Lauren and Devin and it wasn't it was over after the first quarter. Yeah, I was at a wedding for that. I was very upset. So, I think I'm I already said yes, so I'm going. Whatever uh, happens, happens. Oh Jesus. Um just so you guys know also future opponents for Tampa includes going to New England next year. Yeah, we knew that. I didn't know that. So it looks like Tom's definitely coming back in the year. No, oh, yeah, he's a two-year contract, so he's yeah. But he could have retired at the end of this year, is what yeah. I'm but he isn't. <laughs> now, I can see a scenario where if they don't win, they make that the Sunday night game to start the season, and then he oh, just that, calls it quits no. after beating them. Be like, all right, I beat but every if team. They now. don't win. If they don't win. It's usually it's a Super Bowl. Well, that would be the Thursday night game. That would be the thir- that would take away the advantage. Oh, but if Sunday they lose, oh, but on timeout, is, you said it's a road game, right? Yeah, it's in New England, so that's why I'm so, thinking they lose. You can Sunday. see that as like the early Monday night game to start the season, or the Sunday night, yeah, or that's Sunday night within September, yeah, sometime in September, because nobody really cares bad. about the Bucks. And let's face it, are you expecting the Patriots to have a back bounce back here? No. Exactly. Well, it depends who the quarterback is, man. Interesting enough, Walter Football has them taking the kid from North Dakota State this year. Lance? Is that Lance? Yeah, I think it is. What, Trey Lance? Yeah, that sounds about right. Did you guys see the thing that some guy created a conspiracy theory? Yeah, that was dumb. (laughs) What, the State Farm one? No, that he's going to go, that Trevor Lawrence blew the the semifinal game and played like crap, so teams think that he's garbage. He didn't play like crap, it just (laughs) didn't go his way. I've seen a lot of people saying the NFL is fixed. And that I, they want I the believe State it. Are you people. kidding? The you State kidding? Farm people on the quarterback. That's the, 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 the believe State it? people on the Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, State Farm is gonna be like, yes. I know. I mean, they're they're ecstatic. Yo, it's gonna be but, like. like also... Granted, I work for Verizon and I love Verizon, right? We heard Verizon every thirty seconds on the Super Bowl last year because of the five G network. This year, you'll just all consistently hear State Farm, State Farm. Did you get your Rogers rate? But that's like oh that's my god i'm just can't just wait to i can't wait to, to not watch the weekend wasn't wasn't um romo a state farm guy too i don't recall the only thing i remember him doing is corona yeah that's the only one i oh, i know that one recently i don't remember him what did he do when he played i don't know if he really did anything and i still love the baker mayfield commercials i don't care what anybody Ooh, says puke Oh, the, about the time he gets to leave the house. Going back into the house is funny, and he has to like get through, uh, patted down every time he goes in. It's pretty funny. That one's funny, and then the whole garb, uh, grocery bag one, because he forgot his keys. Those are the two funny ones. I just don't find Baker Mayfield amusing. All right, well, you you're no fun then. Yeah, sure, no fun. <laughs> Finn, smile. Your team's in the a- NFC Championship game. I can't smile. I'm too. I I realize that probably watching these games alone is just the way to go. Because I was just like I just said, they were never really in danger of losing that game. There was only one drive where the Rams had the ball where it was a one-score game after like the first half, and I was just a wreck the whole time. I was annoyed the whole time. And you get out, and I was like, that was a pretty easy win. Like, what happens if it's actually going to be close? I don't know. You'll be okay, Ben. 
I don't know if I will be, but we'll see. <laughs> they're, they're holding this time. The last two were on the road. That is true. Well, the last three, last three were on the road. road. Yeah. Rodgers has well, never played his... a home championship game. Well, last First time they were home for an NFC championship, a certain kicker. I don't remember when that others. happened. Never, that never happened in my life. The home <laughs> NFC championship game. Well, it's just, I don't remember. Forget that for the rest of my life. Vince slurring his words. That's how. Yeah. That's how messed up he is right we now. We even like, asked the the cornerback of the game. Had to literally directly talk to the person that ruined my life. <laughs> and the guy's well, a film well, answering a tell, question about it. Tell your hero Brett Favre not to throw it directly at him. In all fairness, Rodgers would have made that same throw. In all fairness, let's nope. face it, Rodgers is a gunslinger too. Would have made that same throw. But the difference is, Rodgers just never throws an interception. In Rodgers not make that throw. No Rodgers is literally the most efficient quarterback in the history of the world. Right, I, I was about to say that, but quite literally. Oh, this guy just died. I'm watching National Treasure. I forgot that the guy died. Sad. <laughs> Great movie. The guy, like his friend, just literally just takes a step and falls through three flights of stairs all the way to just that. Just yeah. Disaster. Nice knowing you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. A two-hour podcast going on right now. Yeah, yeah. we're just we're killing it. Do we? I think we we pretty much hit on everything. We've hit everything, right? Knicks are playing well. We're back on the Nick bandwagon. They they won four straight. When Two are they, straight. What are they playing? Counting. The Lakers. It's coming soon. Their West Coast trip is coming. The NBA is all, like they made no restrictions, right? Basically, no. Okay. I didn't well, know they're if they canceling did. some games. Right, they're can they're canceling some but games. They're not doing what hockey's doing. What's no, the they're plan? They're not doing like a limited schedule. Or yeah, what's what's game... the plan for the canceled games though? Re- make I, them up later on. Say. They didn't say. Okay. They're gonna play three quarter games. All right. So yeah. the oh, Knicks. And, speak- and before the we West go, Coast first... trip, they play Golden State, Sacramento, Portland, and Utah. So no Lakers. Don't look like it. This nope. so this trip they don't play the Lakers. They'll probably make another. Doesn't look like they're playing then. No. Interesting. Um Well, it's a shorter season, so they're one of the teams that they just didn't happen to play this year. Yeah, but that's interesting because you know, Knicks Lakers are always one of those like Yeah. They're trying to make some money on here. What are we doing? Yeah, uh, whatever. <laughs> I don't need to see LeBron. Le- LeBron at the garden is usually the a bank game. <laughs> oh, for sure. But, sure. Yeah, they're not playing that, but they they put the Clippers do come to town at the end of January. Um, yeah, and we're all in on the the seven inning doubleheader still. Ugh. I don't if, it like means, them, but... if it means baseball, why not? Listen, baseball says they're the starting DH. on time. If Matthew said the they're DH, starting on if time. If we get the DH everywhere, I'm okay with it. Why would seven inning doubleheaders be necessary? Like, I guess they're COVID necessary? They're COVID necessary. As long as they don't schedule them, which I don't think they were, They did last year. That was they the, they threatened. They were threatening to do it if they had a regular season. Right. right. They, they said that if, it, if they needed, like, necessary. another couple of weeks or something, they were going to start scheduling doubleheaders. That was how they were going to be. It felt like every game the Mets played, it went into quote-unquote extra innings with the seven-inning game. It yeah. felt, or was it just me? Yeah, I feel like the seven-inning games just turned into nine innings because the right. teams just played extras. Right. Quote-unquote extras. I think at least one against the Yankees went to extras. 
Another one they just walked off on. Right, that one was. A Didn't they walk off. off twice off the Yankees? Once at Yankee Stadium. Yeah, they did. <laughs> the Pete, the Pete one was in extra innings, but and the Rosario, Rosario was just in the seventh inning. Yeah, it was just the seventh inning. Right. Did you see that it took so, the Mets a week and a half to release a video to thank him? I'm, yeah, that was. Why do they release the video now, though? Like, just, I know. The... I guess they're not going to play Cleveland this year, probably. Maybe they maybe they were just like, can we find enough highlights to make a minute? Because that's usually <laughs> what they do is when somebody leaves, they'll make one of those videos, put it on Twitter, and then just play the same thing at the stadium when they get there. Well, we're still waiting for the Odell Beckham one. It's three years. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> it's like he never played a game for the New York Giants. You don't really ever see that in football. But the Giants always made the no. Giants always made an effort to say thanks. No, once a giant, always a giant. They they just Re- wipe them when away. they retire. Yes, not not change teams or anything like that. You never you never. You know, really... like you fully forgot he was a person until like literally I was watching the game on Sunday, <laughs> and I was like, wait, where is? Does he have COVID? No, he just got hurt, and really yeah. it was just a weird like right of my mind. Like, what the hell happened to him? Yeah, it's a sham. It's a sham. Oh, WWE incorporated the. AK camera can that then was oh, oh boy yeah, for when they come down to the ring um all right boys anything leaving any no time? enjoy your playoff football and enjoy your winter sports now that they're both in full swing and see you next week introducing SN Snapshots, a new photography business started up by SND Podcast co-host Steven. Make sure to follow him on all of social media such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching SN Snapshots. That's shots with a Z. He can also be reached very easily through his website, snsnapshots.com. So if you need a photographer for any sort of event and or project, contact SN Snapshots now. Come on,